Hey folks, Andrew Packer here, and welcome to another edition of Trading Tips. It's earnings season, there's a lot going on, a lot of numbers being thrown out there, and as the season unfolds, this is where we get a lot of the biggest uh, kind of action in individual stocks. Big percentage rises, big percentage drops, and then if you're trading ahead of that, you know, you'll do very well or very poorly, but at least you'll get some action out of that. From a more fundamental investment perspective, sometimes a stock that you've owned is, has popped, but based on what's going on, maybe it's time to sell. Other times a stock might have sold off and maybe, well, you know, maybe there's actually a buy in there. So looking at some of the uh, opportunities that are coming out as we get into the early stage of this, uh, one company looks particularly interesting because of its big sell-off already. That company is Netflix. Use an appropriate red font there, ticker NFLX, the streaming video giant. Uh, they once offered themselves to Blockbuster Video to be bought out. Blockbuster declined, saying, you know, we're not going to do this uh, DVD-to-mail program that they're doing. Uh, Netflix ended up going into a more digital platform. Blockbuster didn't. Blockbuster's gone bankrupt. Netflix is a, a huge company. And more importantly, they've really built up their own huge suite of programming in recent years. It's no longer just uh, kind of an original uh, mix of other people's movies, other TV shows, that sort of thing. In this quarter alone, uh, Netflix has talked about the fact that uh, over, I think, 40 million people have at least started to watch the new season of Stranger Things, and you know only a fraction of those have finished that within the first week. They're very big about their analytics. Uh, they've also talked about how the movie Murder Mystery, which came out in the last quarter, uh, one of uh, the films that they partnered up with Adam Sandler to do, uh, had the kind of opening that if that movie had been released in the theaters, it would have made over $100 million opening weekend, which is huge for a comedy movie. Uh, especially a 90-minute one, even with a big name like um, Jennifer Aniston was in that as well, a couple of other big names. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're just doing very well with their analytics. And the best story of all is how they sort of got into doing original programming in the first place. Uh, the same story, uh, one that I like to share, is also about their analytics. They noticed that a lot of their customers liked David Fincher movies. They noticed that a lot of their customers were really into political dramas. And at the time, dating myself a bit here, they noticed that you know, a lot of the customers were really into the actor Kevin Spacey. They combined all of these elements uh, and took a British TV show called House of Cards and adapted it to the U.S. market. Now it's in its final season. It's gone through some big changes, obviously. Uh, but this is, this is sort of the Netflix policy, is just figuring out what the customers want from what, what they're already sharing with the data. This is something that's put them ahead of a lot of the Hollywood studios. And in a lot of ways, you know, it's been a, a huge reason for their massive success and massive growth. So in the most recent quarter, Netflix reported a 26% jump in its revenues. The company is growing like gangbusters. But there's one key metric that investors in Netflix are looking at, and it's subscription. Uh, it's the total number of subscribers they have. It's subscription-based. Obviously, anyone who signs up for Netflix, you know, they're paying a monthly fee. This is a recurring revenue source. This is a great business model to follow as an investor. You're not just getting a customer who buys a car every few years and, you know, makes one big buy and then, like, you never hear from them and they spend nothing for years and then there's another big buy. No, this is more smaller, steady, and you can make up for it on the volume. Now, Netflix grew its subscriber base by over 2.7 million users in the most recent quarter. But that was enough to send shares down 10% with their earnings because they were talking about growing it closer to 5 million. 
And I mean, in any business, if you're growing uh, millions of customers in a quarter, you're still in a great spot to be in. If you're posting the numbers that Netflix is posting, you're in a great spot to be in. But you know, the market's looking at this and they're looking at some of the other things, but this is the key criteria, subscriber growth. And they're saying, you know, your subscriber growth is slowing. Uh, another key detail here was US subscribers in total declined for the first time in the company's history. That's not something people want to see. Uh, people know that uh, you know if you know someone with a Netflix account, a friend or family member, maybe you've used their account from time to time. So Netflix isn't capturing necessarily 100% of, of the customers that it has, but it's still doing a very good job here. Now, when we kind of look at you know the stock necessarily, you know where it's been, it's traded as high as 380, 10% uh, you know knockoff there. Got it down into the 350 range. Uh, this is a stock that actually looks somewhat interesting. And I'll say that's kind of weird because I'm more of a numbers and a finance guy. And this is a company that's trading at over 100 times earnings. Um, but it's also trading a lot in, in many similar aspects to Amazon, where the earnings are not necessarily as important as the fact that they're growing, that they're building a user base, they're building a brand. Uh, the biggest issues that I have against the company are sort of its total debt level, which I think is a little high, but at the rate they're growing with the revenue growth, you know, it's, it's within reasonable levels. The other big problem is that a lot of Netflix's uh, users are big watchers of TV shows like Friends and The Office and Parks and Recreation. Those three shows alone make up just for a huge amount of the, the overall volume of, of content being watched on Netflix every day. And we already know that uh, Netflix is going to lose the rights to Friends and some of these other shows going on, which is partially why they're so aggressively building up their own unique you know, suite of shows that they no longer have to uh, you know, kind of fight for or overpay for the rights for. So looking at where Netflix is now, uh, I think it's a pretty solid buy anywhere under 350 per share. If you're a trader, look at a January 2020 call option in the 375, 380 range. That's still a little under where shares were trading before earnings. Uh, I think we'll get sort of a, a post earnings bounce given the severity of the sell off here. So you've got sort of a long term and a short term way to, to play this trend. But you know, overall, even though this isn't necessarily like a, a value play or you know, there's a lot of uh, you know, unlocked cash hidden in the vaults or something like that. Uh, this is a, a strong brand company that I think a lot of folks have, have overlooked or have just thought, oh, you know, the growth has already happened. It's too late. But uh, buying Netflix now, especially when it's had this big drop after earnings, could be a lot like, uh, you know, buying Amazon during a market pullback. You know, you're just getting an industry leader. You're getting it at a, a reasonable price and you're getting it off the highs. And for a, a growth name, that's a good spot to be in. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.